time for the March 17, 2017 edition of Weekly Signals, Weekly Review, an askew view of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the beast that makes it all possible. Uh. Mahler. Oh, okay. Mahler the fake news dog. That's right. Whew. <laughs> wow, that's, he seemed that's he's, getting yeah, he that. yeah, he That's exciting at the beginning of the show, isn't it? Yeah. We got all this stuff going on, Mahler's barking, there's guitars. He just never playing. shut up. Exactly. Yeah. He really gets into it. It it's like having it's like the president. He has his own entourage that falls around and claps whenever yeah, he says something. Exactly. We have Mahler. Yeah, good for you, Mahler. Today we'll be talking about bad vibes, the girl guides of Canada, Meals on Wheels, Andrew Jackson, and more. But first, would you eat Martian French fries? Sure would. Well, good for you, man. Me too. Martian fries. Just serve them up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mm -mm -mm. Martian anything. Really? Mm -hmm. Is that a Martian banana? It's a Martian banana I'm eating right now. I'm not supposed to be, but I'm eating a banana. It's a bright pink banana. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I can't believe it. In an experiment that simulated Mars environment and soil, scientists successfully grew potatoes. Nice. Like Matt Damon did in The Martian. Remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how he survived. Matt Damon was growing potatoes. Spoiler alert, that's how he survives. Spoiler alert. You can't say it like that. (laughs) It's not like... (laughs) People don't have time to react. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Spoiler alert, you're all going to die. You're all going to die. Lincoln gets uh, killed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Last year, the International Potato Center. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love yeah. the, uh, yeah, yeah, Mahler yeah. loves it at the, at the, uh, yeah. uh, the International Potato Center. Me Not too. to be confused with uh, Trump's uh, white nationalist potato center. <laughs> this is the International Potato Center. Planted no. potatoes in soil from the Pampas de la Hoya Desert in Peru. Okay. Which similar. has the most Mars-like soil on okay. Earth. I don't know what that means. The most Mars-like soil on Earth. I wonder Earth. if there's certain there must be certain minerals. I guess. Martian but you know, uh, yeah. it's what is that? Uh, is, is that an Academy Award for next year? <laughs> and the winner in the most Mars-like soil on Earth, Peru. Inside a hermetically okay. sealed satellite is where they planted them. Okay. That simulated the Martian environment. Temperature, air pressure, oxygen, and carbon dioxide were set to levels found on Mars. And the Martian potato was born. And it was born. Yeah. Is it? Do we have information as to its taste? I or, think it tastes like a potato. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I mean, that would be <laughs> I don't think optimum. Any, if it, I think that's part of the test. If wow. they if they yeah. ended up tasting wow. different. Pineapple. Lady. Oh no. Pi- yeah. It's supposed to be potato, not a pineapple. Yeah. Now, I don't know what else. What would even be close? Like a uh, bok choy? Could it taste? I mean, is it the same consistency? Swirsh. Swirsh. Yeah, Swirsh. something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Park officials okay. in Victoria, Australia, warned visitors into Melbourne's Westgate Park not to touch a salt lake that has turned bright pink. The The lake there. Why? Is uh, bright pink. Oh. Yeah? Yes. Uh, the color change is in response to a very high salt level, high temperatures, sunlight, and lack of rainfall. Kind of sounds like global warming to me, but let's not get no, into that. Because, you know, no. global warming, we've been defunded. We can't actually utter the words global warming anymore. We don't have the money. We don't have the KCI. money to say that. We're not getting yeah. sponsored. Algae growing in the salt crust at the bottom of the lake produces red pigment, beta carotene. Okay. 
and in their photosynthesis process, and there you got a pink lake. Wow. Yeah. And it is. It looks like dark Pepto-Bismol. Really? Yeah. It's not like it looks like water. It right. looks like... Wow. Where is this again? I'm sorry. In, uh, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Melbourne. And speaking of pink, people who ate marshmallow peat-flavored Oreos... Have okay. you tried them? No. Yeah. I haven't eaten an Oreo in decades. Well, if you did try them, uh, your tongue would turn bright pink. By f- design? And so would your poop. And so would your poop. Well, yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. Like, I imagine other things are turning bright pink, too, but these are the two places we can watch. Yeah, you can look yeah. at. Yeah. yeah, you can say, I well. Don't know, <laughs> I don't know how much, how often you do a study of your... Daily. Daily. Uh-huh. You check it out. Well, of course say, you yeah, do. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't want to see something crawling around down there. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. An Oreo spokesperson said the cookies contain FD and C red number three, and FDA approved bright pink food coloring that colors more than the food. Apparently. Yeah. Wow. Can you you might have a whole bright pink, uh, you know, colon going on. I do not want to see this on Instagram. I'm just letting everybody know right now. Don't try to... Well, the tongues. They have tongues posted on Instagram. I imagine they have poop, too, but I just saw tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in the center of a distant galaxy, 300 million light years from Earth, Earth, Mm -hmm. scientists discovered a supermassive black hole that is choking on stardust. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kidding. How did they even determine that it's choking on stardust? Well, the black hole was hungry, Mike. Okay. It hadn't had much to feed on. All right. And when a star came by, it gorged itself. It uh, is, you know, how you get when yeah. you're really hungry. Oh, yeah. You're not yeah. thinking. Yeah. You're not thinking, oh, a little bite at a time. Yeah, no. You go, Arr! yeah, like that. It's... And it sent out, as a result of that, a tidal disruption flare, a impressive burst of a burst of a electromagnetic activity, or we could call it a cosmic burp. A cosmic burp. Yeah, or something a, like that. Or a fart. We're speaking. We're, we're as long as we're talking about our bowels. All yeah. you know. I mean, we might as well go there yeah, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I'm Mueller's yeah. bowel obsessive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he is. Think it is for good reason. You know. In addition to that, he's constantly licking that oh, for area. For God's sake, yeah. why are we talking about this? I don't know. People but he's, are waking he's the one, up. He's the one who's obsessed America. with it. Not me. I'm watching him over there. He didn't even care that I'm watching him. He just. According to new research, yeah. painkillers considered harmless by the general public. We're not the general public. No, we are I don't not. know who the There's general public is. nothing about us that's general. But it's not us. Yeah. Maybe it's the Rust Belt. You think they're the general public? Yeah, yeah. I think, yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those those painkillers, considered yeah. harmless, are associated with increased risk of cardiac arrest. And for those of you in the Rust Belt, that means heart attacks. Heart attack. Yeah. Major, massive, you know, the thing that your cousin just had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We're going to get in trouble. I know. We're going to get I, hit I, in the I, head I, by I, like I a wrench or something when we walk out of the studio. <laughs> Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs are among the most commonly used worldwide. Yeah. And some are available over the counter, including ibuprofen. Yes. That's something that apparently they've found can contribute uh, to, contribute heart? to a heart really? attack. Really? Yeah. And that ibuprofen, people are going, well, I don't take that. Well, if you take Advil, Motrin, Metaprin, Nuprin, any of those things that they're taking up there in the Rust Belt to kill the pain of their hard work yeah. that they don't have. Yeah. Uh, well, now, I've been, contribute. for years, I have been told that aspirin, now that's a different, obviously a different yeah. substance. I mean, but it, it depends it's also, on how much you take on these things, too. Okay. I've uh-huh. been taking aspirin now for. <laughs> No, sorry. <laughs> I felt a little tightness in my chest there. I've been taking atri- uh, aspirin now for... <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. 
Okay, it's gone. Okay. okay. I get, I've been taking yeah. aspirin now for 25 years. Really? But I take the 81 milligram. Okay. So I that's take, a lower that's dose. That's a regimen. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. It's called a regimen. Okay. You take that every day, yeah. and apparently it prevents heart attacks. Yeah. That's what I'm- A yeah. lot of these things are how much you take. Okay. Yeah. Now, is there, is there an actual- I'm just curious. Is there an actual- uh, can you bite in that form, in that amount, like a, a, a single tablet, 81? Is there, oh, I'm yes, asking. Yes, yeah, there okay, is. Okay, okay. Yes, there is. You know. can buy, uh, it's called Regimen. Okay. Because you're, you're doing it every day. All right. And it's 81 milligrams now, is what they determined is safe. Uh, now, if you I, were to stop, would that somehow, that wouldn't be one of those I've things stopped. where it wouldn't wouldn't spike your, no. your, no. your no, chances. No, 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 okay. no. It's, right. it's for the immediate, it's for the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. In the Netherlands, Prime Minister Mark Rutte, Rate, Mark Rate, okay. fought off a challenge from the xenophobic, far right wing, cork sucker politician Gert Wilders. Did you see this guy? What a tool. Wilders? Yeah. Yeah. Dutch voters turned out in record numbers. Wilders, anti immigrant, anti European <laughs> Union Party for Freedom, yeah. whose slogan was Make America Great Again. No, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> I got the wrong one there. Yeah. Mark, make the Netherlands, ours again. Oh my That's God. You make the, what does he mean, ours? That's what I was know. trying to figure out. Oh, he, what, we, what does he mean? The Mom? people who are voting for him know. Yeah, they know. Oh, they know what that means. Yeah, yeah they know. Yeah, I see. Yeah. He, he looked like something from a really bad 1950s vampire movie. Oh, now come on. He does. He looks I think like, he's, he's got like white hair. So he's, he's I the, think he's related to Julian Assange. Well, yeah. there you Okay, there I, you go. I think yeah. they're. Yeah. I think they're you know, twins. Twins. It could yeah. be. You're right. It did look like that. Yeah. yeah. His anti-immigrant uh, union party was uh, slogan was make uh, Netherlands ours again. Oh, it won only 20 parliament seats. Yeah. The Greens actually won 14. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. They went from four to 14. So they're kind of, they you pick... know, the big winners there. Yeah. And they got some guy there that's uh, an up and coming yeah, uh, uh, Justin Trudeau uh, lookalike. Not Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, Oh, I, yeah. I know. His name is uh, Bernie Vandervis. Bernie Vandervis, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Gert, yeah. you know, yeah. Fielders, yeah. the, the, the uh, cork sucker, uh, in the U.S., a few days before the Netherlands election, <laughs> Iowa Republican congressman. This is here oh, in I the United love this States. Guy. Tell me it's Steve King, please. Steve King yeah. tweeted in support of Gert Fielders. King retweeted a cartoon by the anti-immigrant group Voice of Europe. Showing Wielders with a finger plugging a leak in a dike labeled Western Civilization. Yeah. Because we don't want any of that uh, yeah, Western we Civilization that. Yeah. getting inundated by the vile, you know, Islamic. Yeah, we don't want them making a thought process. Unpure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what that was the the gist of of the cartoon. Not my opinion. He was holding back uh, a toxic wave of Islam, Muslim men with swords and a suicide bomb vest type of thing are yeah. closing in on him mm -hmm. and king you know our guy here in the u.s yeah, uh, you know from iowa Ask congress that. member yeah he retweeted the cartoon with the comment Wilders understands that culture and demographics are our destiny we can't restore our civilization with somebody else's babies we can't restore it with global warming either but you no, know no, well, no. Well, yeah, i guess babies and someone else's babies don't work you well, can't right. use other babies right. to have a civilization. You can only have white babies. Stephen King 
Congressman Stephen King, he's a racist. Yeah. Why, why That's why David what, Duke said, uh, yeah. God bless Stephen King. Yeah. David Duke, the former Ku Klux Klan leader and uh, Louisiana and, politician. And not friend of Donald Trump and has never met Donald Trump, so don't even suggest that. No. I don't don't even know who don't, he is. Don't even know who he is. No. Yeah. Yeah. France's right-wing presidential candidate Francois Fillon was charged with multiple counts of embezzlement over allegations he gave his wife and two children fake jobs in parliament. <laughs> he is currently polling third in the race behind far-right-wing candidate Marine Le Pen and former economy minister Emmanuel Macron. That's one less candidate, though, on the far right, which makes me wonder where these votes are going to go. Right. It's a little scary. Right. Meanwhile, though, um, this might pick up some of those votes. No, it won't. It won't at all. But maybe it will. It's so crazy because it's a populist thing going on, too. Right. Right. There is a uh, Bernie Sanders kind of guy there in uh, uh, in France, uh, Jean-Luc uh, Mélenchon. Okay. Uh, who qualified to run in the first round of France's uh, presidential election on April 23rd, which is my dad's birthday. Congratulations. That's very happy exciting birthday, for both birthday, my yeah. dad and, and for, for uh, Francois. Yeah, Francois. Or Jean-Luc. No, no. Yeah, it is. Jean-Luc Mélenchon. Well, he's the Bernie Sanders guy. Yeah, now, yeah. so you're saying that he he's in the running? Is that what we're Yeah, yeah, he had to qualify, okay. and now, boom, he's in it. All right, good. The European Court of Justice ruled that companies across the European Union can prohibit workers from wearing headscarves. And you think, oh, that's terrible. But just for what it's worth, as part of a company-wide policy, yeah. if it, if that you can't have any religious stuff out there. All right. So okay, if All that's right. the way it is, I'm I'm cool with that. Me I don't too. I don't you know I don't like to see those crosses around people's necks at jobs necessarily if they're bad people. You know, yeah. that drives me crazy. Yeah. They're good people. I don't mind. Yeah. I would like to see everybody wear whatever they want, to tell you the truth. Yeah. But as long as you're going to make a rule. Well, like I, everybody. I used to work at a, a print shop yeah. briefly. Yeah. You couldn't wear a tie in a print shop. You get your tie I, stuck in one of those you printers. Up, you end up being part of the the daily edition. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That, yeah so. Cambodia's prime minister says he will resist the demand by the U.S. government that Cambodia repay a 50-year-old loan to a previous Cambodian asshat government that came to power through a U.S.-backed coup. Do you hear about this? Mm -mm. Yeah. Prime Minister Hun Sen said the U.S. is pressuring the International Monetary Fund to withhold loans to Cambodia unless it repays $500 million in U.S. loans paid to the Lon Nol dictatorship. Oh, my God. That's way back when. That's in the 70s. Yeah, that's 50-year-old. And Lon Nol used the money to buy weapons to kill his own citizens. Yeah. And, and they're supposed to pay this back. Yeah. The loans came as the U.S. government dropped 500,000 tons of explosives on Cambodia. Yeah. You remember that. Yeah. That was Richard Nixon's uh, uh, escalation of the Vietnam War. Yeah. He started bombing Cambodia. Yeah. And Cambodia was not technically yeah. at war with anyone at that yeah. time. The the Vietnamese or the Viet Cong were supposedly using uh, Swimming roads. to Cambodia, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, yeah. they were using roads, to, to, but... That was that, that was my, a neutral my good country. Balding Gray's film, Swimming to Cambodia. That's a fantastic film. You'll get a good idea of what went on. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, that's. I wonder if that's. I, now is this a? I'm wondering if this is one of those uh, vulture capitalist kind of guys. One oh, of those. I, one don't, of those, know. I uh, don't think it is. You I think, think it's, it's a U.S. international international monetary fund? Okay. Is is uh, is yeah. being requested by the United States to, okay. to ask Cambodia for the money? Okay. All right. The Canadian sister organization of the Girl Scouts. In other words, they're Mm -hmm. Their compatible group in yeah. Canada yeah. Uh, said it will suspend all travel to the U.S. because of Trump's travel ban. Okay. So the Girl Scouts in Canada are afraid to come to our country. Can I say that again? 
Girl Scouts in Canada are afraid to come to the U.S. Because of Donald Trump. Yeah. A spokesperson, a spokesperson for the Girl Guides of Canada said they feared some members could get detained when a group tries to enter the U.S. The decision follows a series of incidents in which Muslim Canadians were detained by U.S. border guards for no good reason except they were Muslim. Yeah. yeah. Nigerian President uh, Mohamedou Buhari okay. reemerged after disappearing for seven weeks while on holiday in England. <laughs> Buhari left for England on January 19th, saying he was going on a short leave as part of his annual vacation. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'll be back real soon. Okay. He said he'd be back on February 6th, but he he didn't show up. He didn't show up. They said, where's Buhari? (laughs) You you know, for a second there, you sound like Harry Carey. Yeah. yeah, Just for a second there. I thought you you might have been channeling Harry then. I fly ball (laughs) deep in the shortstop. Santo goes back. Uh, now, Buhari is back, and although officials said he had taken medical tests and received treatment while he disappeared, they could not provide details, oh. prompting Mahler to speculate. Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, I yeah. thought about that. Yeah. That's, Wow. Yeah, Bahari. That, Bahari, that, like Mahler said. That's insightful stuff, yeah. 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 Bahari is 74 years old. Oh. He might have gotten, uh, what did what'd you say, Mahler? What, what was, was that? Was it hiking the Appalachian Trail? Yeah, colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. colonoscopy. Oh, but it doesn't take a month for a colonoscopy, yeah, well, Mahler. Mahler, you're going to have to do better than that. Yeah. Well, once again, he's fixated on his butt. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, right I away, we go right I there. I know. He's a dog. He's a dog. Brazilian President Michel Temer said vo- uh, ghosts. Mm-hmm. Ghosts. Michelle Temer, mm-hmm. the president of she's all not a of ghost. Brazil. Yeah, she's not ghost. It's but a guy. She t- oh. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a guy, that's right. Michelle. It's a guy. Yeah. I thought yeah. you said he died. Never mind. He didn't die. It's all right, a, let's start over. a human let's just... male. Okay. Brazilian president, human male. Yes. Mike Michelle Temer okay. said ghosts forced him to move out of the seventy five thousand square foot presidential palace. That's a big that's a big chunk, seventy five thousand square that feet. That is amazing. Yeah. I wonder if I mean that's like seventy-five times bigger than where I live. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could with seventy-five <laughs> homes side by side and in, stack in my home. I know I have a, you know, yeah, you have not, a not beautiful a big place. No, you have a nice home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad vibes. <laughs> okay, said Michelle Tamer about the home. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. yeah. That, yeah. I mean, we're, we're supposed to take this seriously, what he's saying. Yeah, bad vibes. He was a bad boy, you know. Was he? But, yeah. Well, he, he, his coup, essentially. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I'm sorry. God, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Drove out the past president. Kind of hard to keep track was, of all she these. She was doing good. South American yeah. coups, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he knows the spirits of Macumba will strike him down. <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. so. And in Mexico, the town of Tultepec honored 31 people who died in a recent explosion at a fireworks factory oh, yeah. by putting on a fireworks show. I mean, you know, you would think that that might, you know, bring up some, you know, yeah, bad this, memories yeah, about yeah. something. I don't know. Oh, that is one hell of a fireworks display right there. Sustained. Speaking of explosions, mm-hmm. news from bombing countries is brought to you by the military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Where well, killing is not just an idea, it's a paycheck. <laughs> 
In Syria, a pair of suicide bomb blasts tore through buses transporting Iraqis to a cemetery near Damascus, killing at least 74 people and injuring scores of others. Most of the dead were Shia pilgrims. A Sunni rebel alliance called the Fatah al-Sham Front, which was formerly allied with al-Qaeda, uh, claimed responsibility. Also in Syria, more than 30 people were killed in two suicide bomb attacks in the capital Damascus on the Palace of Justice and a restaurant. The Pentagon is considering sending up to 1,000 more troops, uh, that's the U.S. troops, to mm. northern Syria in the coming weeks. Now there's about 1,000 currently there. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just thinking of sending 1,000 a, a more. more. Yeah, okay. yeah. In Yemen, aid officials, right, people were giving aid in Syria, mm -hmm. said they're in a race against time to prevent a famine brought on by the U.S.-backed Saudi-led war and blockade. A historic famine, yeah. by the way, historically significant. The Yemen warning came after the top U.N. humanitarian official told the Security Council that the risk of famine in Yemen, Nigeria, South Sudan, and Somalia is unprecedented. And yeah. what's unprecedented is it's not just in one place. It's in a whole bunch of areas there in Africa, and it's, uh, you know... In, completely yeah. destroyed states. These are yeah. no, basically non-functioning states at this point. How many people... There, I think they're talking about 20 million people that will be impacted, Yeah, could be impacted by a famine. 20 million people. 20 million people. You're listening to KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com, KUCI, forward slash KUCI 88.9, or on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at KUCIFM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Okay. Yeah. I will. Yeah. And now, Mahler, you know what's going no, on, I don't you? Well, you yeah, know what's I going know. on. Yeah. It's his club. It's yeah. his club. It's He gets Yeah, yeah. it's time for Drones in the News, brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club. Mm -hmm. And Sheldon Abbott, the blues doctor on Cure for the Blues, every Monday at 10 on KUCI. And people like you. Fake President Donald Trump gave the CIA new authority to conduct drone strikes against suspected militants. The move would uh, be a change from the Obama policy of limiting C the CIA's paramilitary right. role. That's the difference here. Right. Not so much we're going to have more attacks. We may. We may. But that it's switched now over to the CIA, that well, he's given them some authority now. The executive branch wanted to have a lot more control yeah. over that. Yeah. And now they're turning it over to people who are professional liars. Yeah. An Army general says a U.S. ally used a $3 million Patriot missile to shoot down a $200 drone. General David Perkins said the difference between the price of the drone and the price of the missile calls into question what the hell they're thinking by blowing the drone up. Mm -hmm. If I'm the enemy, General Perkins said, I'm thinking, hey, I'm just going to get on eBay and buy as many of those $300 quadcopters as I can and expend all the Patriot missiles out there. <laughs> yeah. I, and why the heck not? Why not? I mean, why not have just sent them out in all directions like, you know, little sparrows? <laughs> and then you have these big golden eagles mm -hmm. just expending themselves, blowing themselves up. Yeah. Yeah. The sparrows win. The sparrows win. Chalk one up for the sparrows. Yeah. The U.S. said it will permanently station missile-capable drones in South Korea. The drone deployment comes a week after North Korea carried out a test of four missiles that landed off the coast of Japan. Mm -hmm. And also, 
right during the time that U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson said uh, that went over there on a visit to right, Asia. Right. When he's over there, he says that all options are available to deal with North Korea. It's emerging uh, nuclear threat is what he was concerned about, including a military strike if necessary. So that's what he said. Let me be very clear. Yeah, he should not be saying This is what he said. Let me be very clear. Yeah. There is no I'm such gonna, thing I'm as I'm going to use that little buzz term. Let me be Don't very think, clear. Let me be very clear. Very clear. Because that makes people pay attention. Yeah. Well, when yeah. you say that, you could just say, let me be clear. But yeah. when let you say very, very clear. If you're Donald Trump, he, you would say, let me be very, 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 very clear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The policy of strategic patience has ended. Tillerson said, referring to the Obama administration's policy of trying to wait out the North Korean regime while pressing it with economic sanctions and covert actions, the policy of strategic patience has ended. We intend to destroy the planet. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the, you know, putting aside the stupidity of the war in Iraq, the Bush administration's in, uh, historic, colossal screw-up, Korea, North Korea is consistently the, the topic that the, you hear ex-presidents say is the one that kept them up at night because North Korea, conventional forces, they have something like 10,000 artillery cannons pointed at Seoul that literally yeah. within about 20 minutes they could destroy one of the major industrial powers of Asia yeah. in a very, very short period of time, putting aside the capability of delivering a nuclear weapon. And you have the dominoes would, of China and Japan over right. there, too, where you don't know what's going to happen right. at that point. And there's so much animus between Japan and Korea generally because yeah. of what happened in World War II. There is a lot uh, a lot of stuff that could happen. And and putting aside the insanity of the Kim Un-Jul, whatever their names are, uh, administration, Kim, what is this, Kim? Un. Un. Yeah, yeah Un putting all that nuttiness aside antagonizing them I really don't think is a good strategy and telling them that we will bomb them is is a terrible thing to say yeah I think so I I would agree what do you have to lose <laughs> ah yeah very good very you know good. very good Mahler every week that I hear that yeah it takes on a little more significance yeah. when I hear that it has a different little spin to it it, it does yeah. it's let's hear that again yeah. yes what do you have to lose. We'll get into what we have to lose. Yeah, here, we yeah. will. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, you know, it's time for uh, this week's presidential learning moment. <laughs> okay. Are you ready, Mike? Yeah, I am. <clears throat> this week's ISIS. Uh, and, and as you know, Mike, I've been working on this Trump uh, impersonation. You're doing a great job. Yeah. This is what our fake president Trump has to say about ISIS. Yeah. He said this a while back during the campaign. Okay. I think it's pertinent. Okay, please. I know more about ISIS than the generals do. Believe me. Wow. Yeah. He knows, I, you know, all those generals he hired yeah, or appointed? Yeah. Yeah. He knows more than they do about I, ISIS. He does. He knows. I mean, why bother even hiring them? I don't know. No. Except that he has four or five in his cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Attorney General Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions III <laughs> asked for the resignation of 46 U.S. attorneys, angering them. Yes. Yeah. I wonder why. The, dis the dismissal of U.S. attorneys is common during a presidential Let's transition. Let's be clear. It, it usually happened. takes about six months or so, but or the more. Trump administration acted like a bunch of aceholes. Well, there was no notification. Yeah. Nobody yeah. had any idea they were going to do this. Yeah, and in some cases, the very day that they had to have their desk cleared out by mm -hmm. the end of the day, mm -hmm. 
That's when they were notified yeah. by the media. By the media. Yeah, that's they right. They listened to the radio and they found out that they lost their jobs. Right. right. And that was it. They were gone that day. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things you have to do when you move out of a job and maybe you're moving out of the whole capital. Well, how about all yeah. of the in, all of the investigations among these 40, is it yeah. three or 40? The transition itself. Yeah. Uh, you would think they'd want some cooperation somehow. Hand off yeah, hand off these investigations. Many of these are at a federal level, obviously. They're important investigations. Not anymore. One of the most high-profile prosecutors asked to resign, U.S. Attorney in Manhattan, Preet Vaharara, Mm -hmm. Barara, sorry about that. That's all right. I had to get in my, uh, yeah. I got a lot of. <sighs> There's a lot of ARs yeah. in there, yeah. Barara. Yeah. Refused to step down and was quickly fired. Barara was. Barara's termination came as a surprise since Donald Trump met personally with Barara at Trump Tower mm -hmm. last November and assured him he could remain at his post. And Jeff Session called him the week before. Yeah. And said, don't worry. If we do fire any or let anyone ask for resignations, you will not be asked. Trump is reportedly considering appointing Mark McCasey, who has represented former Fox News chairman Roger. Will you have sex with me, Ailes? Right. Yeah. This is this is a despicable man. Yes. And the person who represented the despicable man is probably going to be appointed to the spot. By that, the uh, by, the way, he's the son of Mike McCasey, who was that asshat that was appointed after uh, uh, Gonzalez was uh, kicked, yeah. uh, had was forced to resign from the Bush administration. Now, here's the other interesting part about this is uh, Barrara was heading up an investigation into Fox News, which is Ailes. Right. At the time, Trump fired him. Right. Yeah. If nominated and confirmed, McCasey, his replacement, would be forced to recuse himself. It assume because he's worked for Ailes. Uh, you would and, think and so. Why are they doing this? Or why are they having this case? Is because Fox failed to inform shareholders about a lot of settlements that went on. Right. Uh, insider trading deals, I guess, were going on, and some of the more than twenty women. They also refused, uh, you know, or they also have twenty women who have accused Ailes of sexual harassment. Right. That's part of the lawsuit too. The number that I heard was dozens of women stepped forward after Gretchen Carlson yeah. filed her successful, uh, or, uh, what became a successful suit. Yeah. Part of this is that uh, in addition to uh, Baraha was investigating Fox News, he was also investigating Trump Tower. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of things that he was in the middle of investigating that had re were directly related to the president as well as to his cabinet in waiting, which is Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. Fox and Friends. Wait till they make Steve Ducey like Secretary of you know, yeah. State or something yeah. like that. Only hours before the Trump administration's new improved travel ban was set to go into effect, a federal judge in Hawaii issued a nationwide halt to the executive order, which would have temporarily suspended the order, mm -hmm. temporarily suspended refugees and people from six majority Muslim nations from entering the U.S. A federal judge in Maryland also blocked part of the travel ban. Uh, mm -hmm. This uh, a judge in Hawaii said it would affect the economy, and it was just blatantly racist anyway. Right. Because, and what I think is is quite nice is he used Trump's it's exactly. talk, yes. his speech, his blithering speech that, that where he that, talked about it being a Muslim ban. Yeah, he, and, and, he, and he called him on it. He yeah. said, "Well, you talked about it, and now you're doing it. You can't dial back what you well, said you, before." Well, your, your lawyers cannot pretend that it's something else. Yeah, there is way too much 
extemporaneous and contemporary evidence, evidence yeah. to, to essentially say that's what this is. Yeah. And he also used the logic, which I thought was great. They said, well, it's only six countries. Yeah. And he said, you can't use that as your logic. If you're, if you're going to attack or discriminate against one group, you can't say just because you only went after 10% of them yeah. that it's not, a, it's not an overtly racist yeah. position. That doesn't matter. So I, I he, the the judge that's a more of a, a temporary ban. The one in Maryland's a more of a of, of a sustained ban. Yeah. So yep. that's the good news. Fake President uh, Trump has a new budget. There's a new budget in town. Mike. I know. I know there is. Calls for a fifty-four billion dollar increase in military spending. We talked about that last week. A two point eight billion dollar increase in funding for the Department of Homeland Security, which suggests if he wants to cut departments, cut that department. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were talking about uh, uh, departments that duplicate oh, the, yeah. the job so of another department. That's what yeah. defense is for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this money for Homeland Security that they're giving is mostly for the wall and 1,500 new Border Patrol and ICE agents. Meals on Wheels loses all federal funding. The budget slashes funding for the Environmental Protection Agency by 31 percent and funding for the State Department by 28 percent. Tillerson said, uh, okay. Secretary of State. Yeah. It also proposes cutting billions in funding for the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Yeah. <laughs> ben Carson said, well, okay. okay. And the Department of Health and Human Services. The Education Department would see a $9 billion cut from its budget, even as so-called school choice programs would receive $1.4 billion more in funding. That's Betty DeVos. Yeah. Yeah, that also proposes, the Trump budget also proposes entirely eliminating funding for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, which supports public radio and TV stations nationwide, yeah. the National Endowment for the Humanities, yeah. the National Endowment for the Arts, and the Legal Services Corporation, which funds free legal aid nationwide. That is really bad. Yeah. I mean, I there's know. a lot of really bad things in there. Yeah. But having, uh, cutting yeah. back on public defenders... At a time when people are getting are going thrown, to be screwed over yeah, by the government. At, at a time when we're finally starting to address the situation with bails, people are thrown oh. in jail without being convicted of anything, only just beca because they didn't have enough money. Yeah. Are they being? Are they in jail? And a lot of our, yeah, and whatever. Meanwhile, House Speaker Paul Ryan admitted the Republicans' plan to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act will have to be changed to pass the House. The plan has been losing support since the Congressional Budget Office released a report saying 24 million Americans, 24 million Americans, that's 24 million, million Americans, Americans yes. would lose their insurance under the plan within 10 years. The CBO estimated the legislation would shave about a third of a trillion dollars from budget deficits yeah. by 2026. That's projecting out right. by 10 years. Right. And it sounds like a lot. But a third of a trillion compared to what you spent on defense right. over 10 years. Right. The tax cuts would strongly favor the wealthiest Americans. Yeah. So that's what this is about. Right. This is a tax cut uh, plan here, right. the Affordable Care Act replacement. Right. The Justice Department announced the indictments of two Russian spies and two hackers over the 2014 hacking of the 500 million uh, Yahoo accounts. Right. This this is one of those stories. Yeah, it's a exactly. little tiny story, exactly. but there's a lot to that. That's one. why I kind of moved it up because yeah. this one, I, I I mention it now. There's yeah. not enough information We're out gonna there. We're going to come back to that. Someday. Yeah, but I yeah, yeah. it will reappear. The Senate 
voted to approve the confirmation of former Indiana Senator Dan Coats as director of national what, what intelligence. That, that guy's such yeah. a jerk. Coates is what he, he talked Germany into not opposing uh, Bush's invasion of Iraq. That guy's an and ass. he is also a vocal enemy of Planned Parenthood, saying in 2015, the barbaric practices of Planned Parenthood should not receive a dime of taxpayer money. Barbaric practices. Yeah. Former Goldman, yeah, that's I, I, what I'm saying is Planned Parenthood has helped millions of women. Yeah. There's no barbaric practice. I know what he's referring to, but you can't have you can't have federal funding for abortion. You can't spend that. So already that's off the table. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Former Goldman Sachs executive Dina Powell was promised to uh, was promoted to deputy national security advisor. She's one of the more than half dozen people in Trump's administration tied to Goldman Sachs. Remember Drain the Swamp? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently they drained it and then they filled it up again with the same swamp water. Yeah, they did. Trump is also expected to appoint Goldman Sachs banker James Donovan to be deputy treasury secretary. Yeah. Donovan worked uh, or would work for another former Goldman Sachs banker, uh, now Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin. Yeah. Trump honored former President Andrew Jackson, laying a wreath at Jackson's tomb site in Nashville, Tennessee, comparing himself yeah. to the former president. President Jackson was a slaveholder who also signed the order to forcibly remove 16,000 Native Americans from their lands in what became known as the Trail of Tears. Yeah. And apparently our president thinks uh, that's somebody you want to be compared to. Two pages from Trump's 2005 tax returns mysteriously resurfaced, yeah. showing he earned $153 million, uh, or more than $400,000 a day. Right. Trump paid out $36.6 million in federal income taxes, much of it in the form of what's known as the alternative minimum tax, which Trump now wants to eliminate. He eliminates. And if it had been eliminated, he would have, he would have paid about $5 million on $150, what is it, $138 yeah. million. Yeah, you got to put all these into perspective, yeah. too. At what point does the money you make get obscene? Right. Right. And, and, and I always like Fran Lebowitz's comment was uh, pretty much you don't you don't earn a billion dollars. You steal it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the document also shows Trump's the uh, Trump wrote off more than 100 million dollars in business losses to reduce his federal taxes. This whole thing, though, you know, the way Rachel Maddow and, and yeah. the way this may just have appeared at the Trump administration might have just yeah. given them the tax returns. Yeah. It seems like a distraction. It does to me as well. Yeah, uh, Because a company owned by Trump's senior advisor and son-in-law, Jared Kushner, will receive more than $400 million from a Chinese firm in a real estate deal that many experts are calling unusually favorable. It's a conflict of interest. Oh, it's a total. And the, the, yeah. this, the terms of this deal are ridiculous. Yeah. That's because China's going to get some payback later on. Well, and also the Ubang or whatever the name of the company is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambang. 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 Is a is known to be kind of a hazy front for a yeah. lot of the Chinese leadership. Yeah. They've been in, they've been investigated in New York. Yeah, for the real they were not dealings. allowed to buy buildings in New York before. Yeah. So uh, this is again they're, they're getting a billion dollars more for this building complex yeah. than they than they did like five or six years ago when it sold something like that two thousand and yeah. and like five years it went up a billion dollars which yeah. is s sketchy right there. 
And there's so many things about it. They're paying down uh, uh, Kushner's debt from 250, 250 million to 50 million. He happens to be every time you see Trump in front of a, a microphone, Kushner's about 10 feet away from him. Yeah, Come on, yeah. guys. Come on. Yeah, Mahler, I don't blame you. Makes me cranky, too. <sighs> a federal grand jury, Mahler, a federal grand jury. That's yeah. right. <sighs> Indicted nine high-ranking active and retired Navy members as part of an investigation into a bribery scandal known as Fat Leonard. Oh, this, yeah. The Justice Department says the nine have been charged with accepting luxurious dinners, trips, gifts, and the service of sex workers as bribes in exchange for handing over classified military information to Singapore-based defense contractor Fat Leonard Francis. <laughs> the State Department allowed only one reporter. This is curious to me. Yeah, this is really One bad. reporter to travel with Secretary of State Rex Tillerson on his trip to Asia. Yeah. And that reporter, Aaron McPike of the conservative news outlet Independent Journal Review. McPike, McPike's only been working for him for a couple weeks. And she doesn't even usually cover the State Department. Right. So she, this is just to field softball questions and to write a favorable article. This well, is like this, a PR extension of, of the State Department. Yeah, this, this site, this independent journal review site, was founded by two Republican political consultants. Yeah. And yeah, well, you know, that's okay. Yeah, I don't care I, yeah, about yeah, that. I guess I, you're right. You know, yeah. because there's plenty of Democrat political consultants that would yeah, form no, a site. You're, you're right. It's you're right. just that don't you don't you at least take along Associated Press? Yeah. Those guys are straightforward. Right. No. Reuters. No, Come on. In Texas, a federal court panel ruled that the state's Republican led legislature illegally drew three congressional districts to suppress the voter power of minorities. The districts were drawn in 2011, the same year that then-Governor Rick Perry signed a voter ID law that was later struck down by federal courts because it discriminated against people of color. Because it was blatantly racist. Yeah. A bill that was passed its first hurdle in Congress threatens to take away genetic privacy protections. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? And, you, and those protections were put in place by an act called GINA in 2008, the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act. Yeah. It would allow companies to force employees to take genetic uh, tests or pay a fine if if they don't if they don't if they can't swab you and do a genetic test on you, then they're going to fine you. Now, what is, what are they saying is the reason they want your genetics? Why? Well, who knows why they want it? Well, but they I'm, can release that information to anybody, I'm and they're probably go looking for. God knows what. I'm going to go all crazy Insurance? on this. Yeah, because what? how is this not different than what the Germans did back in the 30s? Oh, that too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when they said, in order to get your papers, you had to fill out your family tree. Yeah. And every German, every German citizen had yeah. to fill out their tree. That way it was easy to cross-check somebody who was trying to fake any, any of their— but it also made it easy to identify Jews yeah. and other undesirables as well. This is crazy. Not crazy. Well, no. It's despicable. It's despicable, yes. Texas State Representative Jessica Farrar, a Democrat Imagine. from Houston, filed a bill that would penalize men for unregulated masturbatory emissions. Say what? Yeah. The real and very satirical House Bill 4260 would encourage men to remain fully abstinent and only allow the occasional masturbatory emissions inside health care and medical facilities. So if you wanted to jack off, you'd have to go to the hospital. Who's pushing this? This is uh, Texas State Representative Jessica Farrar, and it's a joke. 
but oh, it's good. real. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's, it's real. real it's a it's, real joke. It's intended to make a point. Yeah. Right. She said that uh, by going to the hospital, she, that would ensure uh, men's health. So it's all for the best interest oh, I get, of men. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, you know, yeah, Mike, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. if you're doing anything, there, just take go to the hospital day. Yeah, yeah. and you'll be taken care yeah, of. I'll be the yeah, sa- yeah, I'll be the healthiest male you know. Yeah. yeah. Farrar said she created the bill after feeling fed up with legislative bills introduced by men addressing women's health care. Good for you. Yeah. Good for, good you. for you. A good howl out yeah. Jessica here. Yeah, good. Yes, That's right, howl. Molly. Give her another. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. sperm is good. precious. Every... Seed is I can't I forgot the whole. It's a Monty Python thing. Yeah, Sorry. yeah go ahead. No, I don't know. I don't know the. Th- I don't know. I can't. You don't sing got it. anything. Yeah. Have oh, anything, anything else? else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm just being gratuitously anti-Israeli when I say these things, but okay. I'm going to say it anyway. Apparently, some UN report uh, uh, referred to uh, I- Israel as an apartheid regime. Oh yeah. UN agency published a report accusing Israel of imposing an apartheid regime of racial discrimination on the Palestinian. People, of course, you can imagine the reaction. And but I just, it, I just think that we need to call it out every once in a while. These people are living in a, in a uh, kind of a South African style of yeah, governing these people. Palestinians, yeah, mm-hmm. the Palestinians. So I just felt like that was something that needed to be mentioned. And you got it. You covered it beautifully, so beautifully. Never in my life have you covered it so beautifully as today. So thank you. And finally, a funeral home in Memphis, Tennessee is offering drive-through viewings of the deceased. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.